Hi everyone, it's Yara back with another special episode of Noise Pollution. Big 2-0 today. Feels, feels like it should be something monumental, which is why I decided today's episode would be TV Girl themed. If you don't know what TV Girl is, TV Girl is an indie pop band hailing from California. They have been a thing since like 2010, something like that. They blew up kind of recently, like oh, during COVID, because of their song Lovers Rock on TikTok, which has skyrocketed them into the mainstream. And so I have been hearing whispers of a new TV Girl album coming out this year. So it would be a perfect opportunity now to start familiarizing yourself with their discography beyond TikTok hits, such as Lovers Rock and Not Allowed, and as of recently, Blue Hair. Um, but before we do that, I, I am also doing polls today, so just keep that in mind. But I'm also like doing like kind of like this is like my nerdy not nerdy. I just I feel like I know a lot about them because I have literally been obsessed with this band since I was like fifteen. And I just have a lot of useless knowledge regarding them that I figured I should somehow funnel into something productive like this episode. So, um I hope I hope it at least enough of you at least like the songs that I play or listen to them or start listening to them. So before I get into the polls slash playing music, I just want to update you guys because I feel like I have not been as consistent as I used to be with the polls or the pod and the polls. It's just annoying because I share a car and I live at home and I have to drive to the studio now because I don't live on campus anymore and it's just too much work. And like my time slot's at 9 p.m., which is, I mean, I don't have an issue with it. Obviously, I picked it for some reason, but... Oh, shoot. I'm kind of looking at the schedule right now, and it looks like everyone is done. So maybe I have free reign of this studio until the end of the year because all these people are in school slash doing exams, whereas I am not because I have graduated. I really need to figure out how I'm going to keep this going or if I'm going to keep this going. But till then, other updates. Um, I just came back from Mifflin at UW-Madison. I skipped the senior stuff at Marquette yesterday to go to Mifflin to see my high school friends. Again, hostesses with the mostesses. I went with my sister who goes there and it was just a blast. I had so much fun seeing everyone. I saw some people that I haven't seen in a while. And it's just, it's nice when you're friends with people and you don't see, but you don't see them super often. Cause like, you know, you all kind of have your own thing going in terms of academia and like going to different schools and stuff. And you just pick up right where you left off. It's amazing. And like, sometimes I think about the people that I've kept in touch with since high school and I, oh shoot, I didn't realize how loud this mic was. Uh, whatever. Anyway, like it's nice. Like sometimes if I, t- if I told like middle school me, like when I moved to the town where I go to high, where I went like to middle school and high school, if I told like 13 year old me, the people that I was still going to be friends with like 10 years later, like nine years later, I, it's just interesting thinking about stuff like that. It's, it, but it was really fun. I had an amazing time. I love my friends and, um, I'm so excited for where I am seeing all my friends going after we graduate. I'm graduating. Well, I'm a, I already graduated, but graduation is coming up and I still have to find a dress. So if you have any white dress recommendations, oh, I should play white dress. No, I'm not playing white dress. White dress by Lana Del Rey will be played next episode on God. Anyway, so, oh, also next episode, I will be playing a lot of chairlift and Caroline Polachek. Chairlift is Caroline Polachek's band before she broke off and created her 
own like solo project. Um, it w- consisted originally, or at least for the first album, the lineup was her and her that the time boyfriend, Aaron Fenning. They went to UC Boulder and they made this like indie pop project. And they blew up with this sleeper hit called Bruises, which you have definitely heard before. Maybe I'll play it next week, even though it's like not their best song. And so I've been listening to a lot of them lately. And I've also been listening. Shout out Sam. He has a time slot before me, Cadence FM. Uh, he made a summer mix, and I was flattered that he used one of my suggestions. Um, and I've been listening to that a lot lately. And I'm circling back to a poll that I asked last time. S- Lemonade Mouth versus Starstruck. I talked about how I preferred Starstruck, even though Lemonade Mouth won in the polls, because I hadn't seen Lemonade Mouth in a very long time. I only watched it once when it came out. But me and my friends watched it last night. And now I can say with confidence that everyone who voted for Lemonade Mouth is wrong. Some of the songs are really good, but nothing compares to Starstruck. Like, you can't tell me that anything on Lemonade Mouth is better than My Shades. Something about the sunshine. Like, Starstruck, the song itself, like, don't even. Don't even. So I should probably play the first song. But before I do, the first poll that I asked was, do you listen to TV Girl? And thankfully, the majority of you guys do. 59% said yes versus 41% who said no. And then I asked, if you do, what were your favorite songs? Someone said Pantyhose and Birds Don't Sing. Someone said Lovers Rock. Another person said, okay. Four Lovers Rock. Someone said Any from French Exit. Cigarettes Out the Window. Her and Her Friend, Cynical One. Not Allowed. It Almost Worked. Chocolate Ice Cream Land. I will be playing that later. Thank you, Queen. That is a deep cut um lovers rock in heaven is a bedroom heaven is a bedroom again birds don't sing the blonde blue hair not allowed cigarettes out the window yep all great picks i'm only gonna be playing one of them and like i i think i'm playing one from already have this is the first time i've actually had like a playlist like set up like like days before because i was so excited for this episode um with that i'm gonna stop talking and just play my music but quick side note these first three songs are from when trung no I hope I said that right. It's Trung and then last name N-G-O. He used to be the lead singer and he left around 2015 to pursue skateboarding, but he was still involved in the production of TV Girl's first legit album, French Exit, but he didn't contribute vocals or anything. So he was there for like the first three EPs. Um, and so the first song I'm going to play is If You Want It. Um this song was kind of their first like hit quote unquote if you will it gained really positive buzz from critics for their creative use of sampling they sampled um hello it's me by todd rundgren unfortunately todd rundgren todd rundgren threatened to sue them for the sample which is why this song only lives on like soundcloud and youtube and bandcamp but it's really good and i love the sound like it sounds like so Christmassy. Like, just listen, pay attention to the bells. I love it. So this is, um, if you want it, from the TV Girl's first EP, which I should find the name of it. Um, it's from their first. There's. Oh no, just kidding. Oh wait. Oh my God. Where is this? Whatever. 
This is If You Want It by TV Girl with Trungno as the lead singer. guys enjoyed that as much as I did I just vibes immaculate and like so when they started making music they it's weird because they were like around my age and like my sister and I were listening to Demi Lovato in the car today too and like we're listening to her first or second album second album and like she sang all these amazing songs when she was like what 17 what have I done? I'm 22. I have a podcast that has an undetermined possible end coming soon, and I have two degrees that I don't know what to do with, and I live with my parents. But you know, everyone everyone moves at their own pace, right? Anywho, anywho, next poll was... Oh, shoot. My freaking app crash. Um... 
Oh, I asked if you have ever seen a concert at the back room at Collectivo Coffee. Um, so this is kind of more for like Wisconsin people or people who have been to Milwaukee. So I'm sorry for people who have not. The majority said no because I feel like I have like like people that do the polls are from like all over. But 26% said yes. And I asked, I followed up by asking who you saw. TV girl, because I went with my sister. TV girl with you. I went with my friend Tess freshman year. I've seen them twice. Um, Amber run with you. I saw Amber run with my friend Jenna for my freshman year. And someone said the sacred souls. I have not heard of them, but I will check them out. See, the back room is really nice because it's like at Collectivo, which is a coffee shop for people who don't know. It's like a chain around like the Milwaukee metro area, Madison and Chicago. And the one on, man, I never remember which one it is. It's on like, I don't, I don't remember the street at least, but one of them, one of the locations has this like small stage set up for like, like these really nice intimate shows. And I saw TV Girl there twice. I've also seen Amber Run, and I saw the band Sports last year. It was super fun. But TV Girl, TV, like, so the first time I saw TV Girl, it was before, like, their, like, TikTok blow up. That's when I went with my friend Tess. Shout out Tess. I had a great time. And the crowd was so interesting because it was, like, basically all of these, like, indie millennials. And then the second time I went, I went with my sisters and my friend Eli. And it was all just, like, e-girls and, like, people like teenagers in like people in their like early 20s like me and it's just like and that was after the their explosion on tiktok and that's just it's just wild to me to think about how tiktok has really changed the game in terms of music um oh and then i followed up so the thing with the backroom at collectivo they have like they usually have like smaller artists because like it is a smaller more intimate venue and so they have a lot of local artists as well as like just smaller artists that that tour and so I asked if you are familiar with your city's local music scene um nine people said yes and then I asked and then the rest said no so majority said no and I said if yes do you have any recommendations and no one really gave me any recommendations except someone gave me motel breakfast I have actually heard of them she said she saw them at cactus club um I will definitely look into them because I have seen them on the Collectivo backroom roster. And then someone, Sam. Also, congratulations, Sam. He's the head of MU Radio next year, or radio manager. Woohoo! He said, anyone MU Radio has featured but Bug Moment and Duane. Fun fact about Bug Moment. I work with the bass player of Bug Moment's cousin, slash roommate because they live together and he happens to be in his own local music scene band called moon glow they're like this kind of jazzy city pop vibe i recommend stream them because i want him to quit his job and do music full-time not because i don't like working at them but because he deserves to do what he loves not this little side gig you know um and like that's like I feel like that's all I really know about the local music scene I know bug moment I know scam likely because this guy that I was friends with freshman year but then transferred out of Marquette is in it and they're really good and I this girl from my high school is actually like their photographer she's like a photographer in Milwaukee and she like does a lot of the band photography for scam likely and bug moment 
And so really cool stuff. That's how familiar I am, at least. With that, I will play another song. So this is another TV girl back when Trung was the lead singer. It's called She Smokes in Bed. It's a fun little pop song about someone's smoker girlfriend who ends up burning her apartment down because she left an unlit, she left a lit cigarette, she dropped a lit cigarette. I just, I love songs that tell stories and I feel like TV Girl, the songs are always very narrative, which I appreciate. Like, like, yes, there's, it's fun to just have like a catchy pop song or like a catchy song that kind of makes no sense. Like a lot of... My sister and I were listening to Hilary Duff in the car, too, and a lot of her songs from Metamorphosis kind of just made no sense, but they were really catchy. But I just love songs that tell stories, and this one is definitely a story. So this is She Smokes in Bed by TV Girl from their EP, Lonely Women. Enjoy.
again that was she smokes in bed by tv girl i don't i love okay one thing about tv girl i really i feel like especially in their earlier songs pre-french exit they kind of have this like i feel like tv girl songs like their entire discography like up to now too they can be a little romantically cynical which is i like i i, I think it's really fun which i know some people can perceive as misogyny but like shut up like just i don't know i i i kind of can see the points at sometimes but like i don't care it's catchy and um you probably listen to like fucking more sexist shit against women anyway but i just i love how romantically cynical they are but i feel like especially in their pre-french exit discography it has this like youthful glow about it that i just i don't even know how to describe that's gonna be uh i feel like that's gonna be embodied in the next song i play but i guess i should do some polls too and i've also come to the realization so there's another band that i really like that i i liked them in like middle school i knew like five six songs they're called cake they're from like they're based out of somewhere in the pacific northwest i think or no they're from california they're from california but um cake i feel like they also kind of have these like both lead singers like the lead singer now of tv girl brad and the lead singer of cake whose name i can't remember i feel like they have these kind of like sarcastic sounding voices and lyrics which i feel like really add like a layer of just i guess trying to sound like irony to their music even though like i don't i don't know i feel like i'm misusing the word irony whatever anyway I asked, so follow-up from last pod, I was talking about how I'm seeing Lana Del Rey at Lollapalooza, and I'm so freaking excited. Also, at um, Mifflin yesterday, I wore my Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard hoodie, and it was a hit. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Mifflin Street? Anyway, I asked if people have been to Lollapalooza, and if yes, please drop some tips for Lala newbies like me. But unfortunately, only 23% of people said yes compared to 77% of people who said no, which again makes sense because I feel like Lala is, like honestly to me, I feel like Lala is similar to Summerfest except it's more expensive and I feel like Lala, from what I've gathered, it's mostly just like kids from the suburbs training over, putting on an outfit, getting belligerently unhinged and listening to EDM, which hey, good for them, good for them. Summerfest is just like the more ratchet poor man's version of it. But I honestly am only going for Lana. Rina Sawayama is also playing that day, so I will hopefully see her. And I'm going with my best friend, Courtney. And I'm seeing, I'm going with Anna too, my friend Anna too. And I'm hoping one of my other friends can snag a ticket so she can go. And my sister might try to go too. Like, I for sure want to see Rina Sawayama. And I think Backseat Lovers are playing that day too. So I'm really excited. But I literally have never been to like an actual legit festival that wasn't Summerfest. So I know nothing. I have no idea about like festival protocol or anything, which is kind of stressful because I get really easily overwhelmed. So for now, I'm just leaving the planning to Courtney because she's really good at planning. And when she needs me, I will be there. But again, I don't know anything, which is the same for when we go see Taylor Swift in June, too. I know nothing. She's been like, like five different Taylor Swift concerts. This is going to be my first one. I don't know anything about Taylor Swift concert protocol, so I will be leaning on her. And I'm thankful that she is okay with my incompetence. Anywho, so when I asked for advice, someone said, someone told me to wear a bandana because dust gets kicked up in your face. I always thought people just wear the bandanas at music festivals because they were trying to look 
like for the aesthetic, but I guess they actually serve a purpose. Someone said the VIP golf cart comes in clutch. I don't know what that means, but I will learn what that means. Oh, I guess like the golf cart, like people like, sh- I'm assuming you can either rent a golf cart, which I feel like actually makes no sense now that I say it out loud, but I guess you can like rent, like have, maybe it's like an Uber. I'm going to guess it's like an Uber golf cart across the like festival grounds. And then someone said, I wish I had some, I wish I had some, but I was lame and went for like four hours. Hey, whatever. At least you went. And then I followed up by asking, <laughs> I wasn't expecting anyone to say yes because I feel like Coach Coachella? TV Girl actually played at Coachella this year. Um, good for them. But like I feel like Coachella is literally at this point just like a giant party for like influencers and rich people to just bask in each other's influency richness. And it just takes like I feel like it has taken away from music. Like I look at these I keep getting TikToks about like photos from Coachella in like two thousand nine. And people genuinely look like they're having fun and people like their outfits are kind of lame, like not lame. People's outfits are just really basic and like they're literally just wearing like fucking skinny jeans and striped shirts, but in like feather earrings, but they look like they're having the time of their lives versus now it's just so cute. I feel like everyone's outfits are so people literally plan like Coachella outfits and like influencers like Revolve literally sponsors influencers to go. And it's like if you're paying money to go and you're not like I just feel like it's not worth it for like the average person to go because the average person you're also spending an exorbitant amount of money if you put because Coachella's in the middle of the desert so you're literally spending money on lodging in the middle of buffuck nowhere you're spending money on transportation because it's only in California you're spending money on your outfits multiple outfits if you go multiple weekends like like I don't know I just feel like like it's it's inaccessible for the average person which sucks because I would totally go the lineup was good However, Frank Ocean's, I don't know if you guys listen to Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean's performance. Honestly, I think he did that shit on purpose. Basically, Frank Ocean gave a really lackluster performance and people were complaining about it because everyone at Coachella was like, I paid so much to come here and see Frank because this was his first time performing live since like 2015, 2016. So it was a huge deal. And honestly, deep down, I think, or maybe I hope, maybe deep down, I hope. I feel like he just did that to like show these people how stupid it was to pay this much to be there surrounded by other people who paid this much money to be there and just like like I don't know I don't know I feel like he did that because he just wanted to because my thing is like if you want to make a comeback to music and like live performance why are you only doing it for like the upper crust of society that can afford to go see you like don't you want your music to be accessible to everyone and like someone like frank ocean he has like his fan base isn't just like one demographic or anything he literally i don't know a single person who doesn't at least like like thinking about you much less like his entire discography like he has two albums that are no no skips and like his mixtapes too like i don't know so that's those are my thoughts on coachella None of you have gone, thankfully. Never go. Unless you're someone's paying you for all of your like expenses and stuff. Anywho, with that, so like I said, this next song I feel like has this youthful glow about it, which I think is just like I love it. This is again this is the last song I think I'm gonna play. Um that Trung is the lead singer of. You're gonna hear the difference in their voices when I play the song after this. But this one is called Your Own Religion. I hope you guys like it. Enjoy.
like that so you guys have probably realized by now tv girl functions majoritarily instrumentally on samples they use a lot of samples but they do also like play instruments like when i saw them live they also had instruments but they have a sample loop machine on there as well and i feel like i have never heard samples used the way that they use it and i just think it's so cool like i just i love looking into like what the sample like so they actually sorry like, something that they do that's really cool in a lot of their songs, like, they'll, like, have, like, the beginning will start off with, like, talking. And it'll be, like, sampled from, like, an old radio show from, like, the 1920s. And I just think it's so freaking cool. And, like, this one obviously used a sample. Um, what else did I play that used a sample? Uh, I'm actually going to play. So, wait, I'll get there. I'll get there. Um, but like, I don't know. I just think they do a really good job. Um, so I think that's all I'm going to do from like the deep cuts. You guys should really check them out. It's all on Bandcamp and like YouTube and SoundCloud. If you like can't get enough of TV girl and like the only, they only have three albums on Spotify and like a couple of their EPs. Like I seriously, I cannot try to convince you enough. Like you should totally listen to the rest of their stuff, like on Bandcamp and stuff. It's amazing. And like. Like, I don't know. I feel like they're, I can only think of, like, two songs that I don't love by them. Like, I don't know. Um, next. Ooh. Okay. Next. Oh, I guess I only have two songs left. Um. Actually, okay. I have, I'm actually not going to do a poll between now and that song. I am going to play... Okay, actually, I'm going to talk about how I got into TV Girl. Basically, when I was 15, I had this hopeless crush on some guy that was on Twitter. He was like a child actor. His name's Teo Holm. He was supposed to be 
Riley's brother in Boy Meets Girl Meets World, like the Boy Meets World reboot. And then the last second, I guess they fired him and gave her a younger brother. And he was in some like movie that I haven't seen, like kids movie. But I thought he was so cute and I was like obsessed with him. And I would always watch his Twitter periscopes because I was like hopelessly in love with him. I had it was a weirdly niche celebrity crush, which I don't even understand how I even stumbled across who he was. But that's not the point. One time. So he makes music. He's actually like kind of like so he's kind of like a rich L.A. like comes from money, all that bullshit. His dad's like whatever. His parents are like really well off, which makes gave him a lot of good opportunities, which like good for him. He produces now. He like or and he's a songwriter. He actually helped a couple. I think he might have actually done. He worked on SZA's new album. So good for him. But he was the one that put me on TV Girl because I remember summer of like 2016. I was sitting in my sunroom and then I didn't have a Twitter. I would just go on Periscope when I I would just refresh his Twitter and see if he was like streaming on Periscope. Periscope was like the old version of like Twitter streaming. Like it's like it was like Instagram live, but with Twitter. They don't have it's like defunct now. But um, he uh, he was like recording like a song that he was playing and he was sampling a song and it was really catchy. And I, like, I was in the comments and, like, nobody would fucking say what song this was. And I literally, for the life of me, could not find it. I, like, tried to Shazam it and whatever. And then someone in the comments put the name of it. And I tucked it away because my phone was about to die. And then it died because I wanted to watch the live stream, obviously. And I remembered it being called Angelica by TV Girl. And I searched far and wide for it. And I literally could not remember. I couldn't find it anywhere because I, I think I might have actually forgotten that the band that sang it was TV Girl. And then on, out of the blue, I remembered that it was TV Girl and then I Googled it and it wasn't Angelica. It was Angela with a J. And so that skyrocketed me into the extreme obsessed fan that I am today. Really quick before I play Angela, though, I'm going to give you a taste of what I was talking about with the samples like when they sampled the radio shows, because I think it's so freaking cool. It's in, um, here, here's one. Okay, I'm going to play two. Here's one. This is from The Getaway off of French Exit. You are very young, you are clever, and you are very beautiful. Because of your youth, you should be exceptionally valuable to us. And I would very so I thought tonight I will have an adventure. If I'm never to see you again, I can forget you in a minute. Okay, isn't that so fun? Like I, I just love what they do with that, and they do it in um, um, it's just they do it in a lot of songs, and so with that. Here's the song that I'm actually going to play, which is Angela by TV Girl, which is the first TV Girl song that I ever heard. Listen to the samples. Like, it just, the beginning too, like the, I don't even know what instrument it is, but it just scratches an itch in my brain. It's amazing. Enjoy.
into my arms I wasn't trying to lead anyone on I was only trying to stay warm you guys like that i feel like i keep saying that but like i really hope that this episode is not like i know i do this podcast like for me but i hope that if you are listening you check them out and that you enjoy the songs that i'm playing so i hope you guys liked that again that was angela um so the next song i'm gonna play so okay the song that i just played angela that was the first official tv girl album that they released and that that's one of the ones that's like on spotify album music etc that's when they got the new lead singer brad petering trung no again left the band because he wanted to pursue skating full-time skateboarding full-time but he helped with the production and so brad has so brad again you should listen to cake because i feel like brad and the lead singer of cake have these like cynical voices that really pair well with the like sardonic lyrics in their music and like you can tell in that like she didn't like me anyway she was only she only crawled into my arms she wasn't trying to like lead anyone on I don't know I just I think he he matches the vibes of their new stuff really well 
But he did sing on a couple. So- he and Trung kind of split songs before French Exit. Like, there were some Brad songs, but mostly they were Trung. Um, so, Brad the singer also has this, like... So, people couldn't figure out at first if it was, like, an alter ego or if there was, like, this actual artist named Maddie slash Madison Acid. So, Madison Acid is featured on the Who Really Cares album on Do the Act Like You Never Met Me, as well as Just Like We Planned from their Natalie TV Girls EP, Natalie Wood, which is just outtakes from Who Really Cares. Um, but basically, it's his alter, it's his singer alter ego who, I think it's just, it's just his voice pitched to sound more feminine. And I just, I think it sounds really good. I feel like it slaps. And so, fuck the people that are coming on after me right here. I have to wrap up. Whatever. Um, so, so he, so Maddie Acid or whatever was featured on two songs from, or one song from Who Really Cares and one song on the outtakes for Who Really Cares. And then out of the blue, I vividly remember this. My junior year, like the day it, he dropped a new album or like Maddie Acid dropped a new album called Maddie Acid's Purple Hearts Club. And it was a to- an album of all, like, Matty Acid songs. And it was him performing entirely as Matty Acid on all of these. So his voice sounds different on all of these. I should just say Matty Acid. So the day it dropped, I was in my AP Lang class. And, like, me being the not academically oriented dipshit I was, I was I'd refuse, I just decided I wasn't going to pay attention to class that day. And I did the headphone in your sleeve, like, up your sleeve, and then, like, put your palm on your ear and like rest your head on your ear rest your ear on your hand like pretending you're like just like resting your head on your hand to listen to the whole album and it did not disappoint and then like three months later they released um their third album which was just a treat for me so I am going to play I was just itching for some new content I guess so before I play the song that I'm going to play by Maddie Acid I wanted to play another one of the I wanted to play another another one of their like quick like the way that they use those radio those old timey radio shows as samples in their songs because I just I think it's so cool. So this is from their song Natalie Wood. Now if you don't know who Natalie Wood is she was this like Hollywood starlet who died young. She like drowned and people suspect that she was like huge and she drowned and people suspected foul play and whatever. I just I just love it. Listen to this really quick. We have the very absorbing story of a girl who was forced into a game of terror in which the dice were loaded with... Okay, so yeah, there was that. I just, I love when they do that. Anywho, um, the actual song that I'm going to play is off of... So this one isn't actually on Spotify. It is on Maddie Asset's Purple Hearts Club. Side note, I highly, highly, highly recommend you, if you can't find songs on Spotify, you should just use Spotify's feature where you can like go on a desktop computer and download the songs and import them into Spotify and then load them onto your phone. Highly recommend. That's how I listen to all my like TV, like Madison Acid and like the TV girl songs that aren't on Spotify. It's so much easier than like going on SoundCloud because SoundCloud has freaking ads and they started doing video ads. And when the video ads come up on the app, you can't freaking X out without the ad stopping in play. It's just so annoying. Anywho, 
this is chocolate ice cream land preface this is more like this album is more rap it's like maddie ass maddie acid is a rapper basically it's his female rapper alter ego enjoy Again, I hope you guys liked that. I need to stop saying that. Sorry. You can hear the use of the samples. It sounds very TV girly, but it's like more rapping stuff. And like Madison Acid is also like when she's in the TV girl songs, she like raps. Except in Natalie Wood, she's also in it, but like she does backing vocals. She herself. Um, with that, um, I'm going to do the second to last poll. So I asked if you know what Vaporwave is. So Vaporwave, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I asked if you know what Vaporwave is. Um, 24% of people said yes. 76% of people answered, huh? That was my answer. So if you don't know what Vaporwave is, Vaporwave is this like 
genre of like electronic music and like it's kind of this like art visual like aesthetic as well where it's like kind of based on like old computer aesthetics and like kind of not like glitch core but it's just in like marbles i don't know i don't even know how to explain it you guys you guys should google it and so it's like characterized by slowed down in sampled songs and like i can't even think of any like popular examples like the there's this one that i really like that was a slowed down gloria estefan song i can't remember the name of it but um it's kind of like ironically leaning into like consumerism and like like I, I don't know I don't know but I the vibes are I love it I love it it's very I used to listen to vaporwave in like high school to instead of like lo-fi beats to study and relax to I would listen to vaporwave compilations and I just really liked them vaporwave never was kind of like a 2010s thing it never really totally took off it's definitely like obsolete now it has been obsolete for a couple of years but that didn't stop Brad Petering of TV Girl from making a TV from making an entirely vaporwave album in 2020 under the name Bloodbath 64. Like, I think it's really funny because like, like this is literally this genre is not really that active anymore. But he honestly did a really good job. So I'm going to play a song from Bloodbath 64, aka Brad Petering of TV Girl, because he kind of eated this is called no looking by bloodbath 64 off of their debut and to this day only album aesthetica delica
Here's a quick interlude because my phone is not turning on and I need to look at the last poll because I can't remember what it was. Sorry. Fashion burn. That's the weekend of side one of this record. You can turn it over now. Maybe you did not understand me. The first side of the record is finished. Time to turn it over. Okay. Sorry about that. Thank you. My phone like is like tweaking out right now and I am barely like able to look at this poll. So I'm just going to look at the poll and then turn it off. But um that was No Looking by Bloodbath 64 followed by this like 17 second interlude that they had in their one of their earlier EPs called The Wild the Innocent the TV Shuffle. It was like this like mixtape kind of. It wasn't even like really an EP. It's called flip the record and that song actually it's just beats put to a sesame street record and it's just grover telling the kid who owns this record to flip the record to the next side so we can listen to the rest of it and i just think that it was really cute uh, back to bloodbath 64 no looking i hope you guys enjoyed that that's kind of what vaporwave sounds like i feel like even though vaporwave is kind of like obsolete i feel like brad of tv girl did a really good job mixing and matching the vibes even the album cover is so is so vaporwave core amazing work amazing work so brad petering the band is composed is comprised of i think it's like four guys um i know for sure it's brad who's the lead singer slash i don't know if he i think he does play instruments but um i can't think off the top of my head what they are there's Wyatt Harmon. He is the keyboardist. He is a delight to watch on the stage. He has a, such an adorable face. And I actually, like, I think I, like, exchanged words with him or something like that. Because he was smoking a cigarette outside of Collectivo when me and Tess went to go see them. And we were leaving. And I was like, oh, my, I said some bullshit. Like, you guys are great. Like, me, 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 me. But, um, and then Jason Wyman, he's the, like, guitarist, I think, or, like, bass player. And yeah, it's only three guys. It used to be four. Anyway, um, Brad, I think both TV Girl concerts that I went to, I personally like my first one more, but like whatever. Brad has like weird stage presence, I will say. And I was really nervous before I saw them live the first time because everyone was saying like they're kind of mid live. They're like vocals are fine. Stage presence was definitely interesting. And he kind of went on this. Um, mo- he does. A- the thing is, OK. That's what segues me into my next poll. Have you ever given a speech? Um, so he would just randomly go. I was who was I talking about this with too? Mm, oh my god, who have I? Okay, I don't remember who I was talking about this with, but someone told me that they went to see Alessia Cara at Summerfest, and she wasn't really that huge at the time. And she kept doing these like breaking for these like long ass monologues in between your set and stuff i'm like girl you are doing too much brad does a lot of random monologues and speeches throughout the like set which like whatever good for him he will drop some pearls of wisdom here and there and he's just you know he's witty he's trying to seem really detached and ironic and too cool whatever good for him i guess that's the vibe of the songs but he does a lot of speeches. Like, I remember <laughs> I remember they played this song called It Evaporates. And, like, before, like, he went to this long monologue of, like, 
love just evaporates and like me 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 and he like threw roses into the crowd which was kind of cute but he does a lot of speeches so i asked if you'd ever given a speech again 78 percent. so 73 percent of people said yes and 27 percent of people said no i literally cannot remember having to give a speech outside of class and so i asked these people when did they do speeches because i feel like giving a speech does not happen that often um so when i asked someone said this was my class president of my high school. Someone said, they said high school graduation. Someone said class, awards, ceremonies, concerts. Good for you. Uh, someone said high school honors night. Someone said a bunch of them were political stuff. Cool. Someone said a lot, but my first big one was valedictorian at my middle school. Queen, good for you. Academic weapon right there. Someone said high school graduation. This is my vice president of my high school, high school class. And then someone said a class. I feel like I've probably had to give a speech for class, but I've never given like an official like speech for anything. I don't even think I'd be able to, much less like do it like freehand. I feel like I just, I'm not, I don't have issues talking in front of people or talking in front of big crowds. I just feel like I'm not very articulate with my words. And I say um a lot and I say like a lot and I stumble over my words a lot and like I trip over my tongue. And I feel like that's been getting worse as I'm getting older. Like sometimes I feel like I'm literally, sometimes I feel like when I talk, I am like so close to having a stroke because I mince my words a lot and just, I don't know. But yeah, Brad gives a lot of speeches, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't go see them live. I will definitely, I think they're coming to Chicago in they're coming to Chicago at some point this year, I think. And I would like to go. But, you know, we'll see where the wind takes me between now and then. Um, I'm trying to think of what song to play. Because I don't really want to play the ones that people know. Because I want to, like, I know, like, you guys already know those songs. And I want to play the ones that will, like, make you listen to them more. Because I was going to play Cigarettes Out the Window or Not Allowed. But, like, those ones are, like, two really popular ones. I wanted to play them because they both sample um, Frankie Cosmos, who's another um, indie type singer, like bedroom. I really used to like Frankie Cosmos when I was in middle school. She, except her voice is kind of weird. I like. I don't really like her voice anymore. But like, they sample her in "Cigarettes Out the Window" and in "Not Allowed," and I just I think it was really cool that they were able to do that because I'm sure they have some musical connections to each other as well. Because they're both like they were both really big on Bandcamp first before like getting onto like the actual like the band camp DIY bedroom scene, bedroom pop scene. I think, because I have to play from Who Really Cares because I haven't played anything from Who Really Cares, but I'm also like, maybe I should play something from, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm like, oh, I should play, because I also, okay, so the second, the first time I saw them, Negative Gem, she actually goes by Neggy Jemmy now, but at the time she was called Negative Gemini. She did a really, really good set. She's like this electronic, like, chill wave beat type artist she was really really good and then the second time I saw her the second time I saw tv the tv girl the second time I saw tv girl this artist called Jordana opened up for them she was really good I really really liked her she had really fun stage presence and I think she's like around my age she I actually like listened to her a lot after she me and my sisters started listening to her a little bit after we saw her and then they released um her and TV Girl released a like split album together, and it was really good. And I'm like, maybe I should play that. Ugh. Decisions, decisions, decisions. 
Um, okay, I'm going to play. Hmm. Hmm. Man. Okay, I am going to play Summer's Over from the TV Girl Jordana split album from the which is also called Summer's Over. Enjoy. Actually, I decided I'm going to play Better in the Dark, which is from the same album. Enjoy. was better in the dark by tv girl and jordana isn't she great like i love her voice it's so soft and again you can tell the tv the tv girl production is so unique like i literally cannot think of a single band or like even a song that's not by them that like matches their vibes and i feel like it's kind of hard to do that as an artist i can only think of like a handful of artists that have such a unique sound and i feel like with tv girl it's because of how masterful their use of samples is so that was all I had for polls. Um, and I don't really know. I don't really have anything else to talk about. I hope if you're listening live that you are 
having a great Sunday. And like, if you're finishing, I love, I just love the idea of me, of people listening to me, which I don't even know if people are listening. I can't tell. I can't look. I just love the idea of accompanying people doing their homework that they put off till the very last minute till Sunday night and listening to me while they get all their stuff done. And so, um, closing thoughts, um, COVID, Kobe is not Ovi. I am notorious for saying the line Kobe is Ovi. It's not Ovi. My grandparents have COVID right now and I'm like really scared right now because they haven't gotten it before and I'm just really stressed about it. I had a COVID scare a couple days ago. I couldn't smell and I thought that that was a uniquely COVID thing, but it was just because I had a cold. Um, did not know that. I was really freaked out. Like it's not having your sense of smell is really scary. And I realized in like the scariest way I like could not smell. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. I have COVID. And then I didn't have COVID because I took two tests, but scary. I'm going to start like, like, I feel like I have to wear a mask a lot as it is because at work, but now I really am going to like get on it. And so, yeah, everyone, please stay safe. Be careful. Be smart as per usual. Another closing thought slash tip besides wearing a mask and being careful about COVID. If you're bored, read Casey Anthony's or like the Casey Anthony case Wikipedia page. I, me and my sister, me and my little sister Razan were talking about it today. And I forgot that this was like our generation. Like I remember being in like third grade watching Nancy Grace talk about Casey Anthony. Like the Casey Anthony case was our generation's oj simpson versus the people like and i was reading the wikipedia page and i was getting so frustrated because i was learning more and more about this case and it's so fucking obvious that she did it it's so fucking obvious that she did it and it's crazy to me that she was let go and that she like and the fact so peacock is doing this series on her like this docuseries where they interview her and stuff like she does like a tell-all and i'm like why are you even giving this woman a platform or money because she literally Believe women except Casey Anthony because that bitch did that shit. And you know, I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave you with that before I play my last song. This final song is called "Till You Tell Me to Leave." This is like my go-to driving at night, low-key depression song when I was in high school because I was just going through a lot of emotional turmoil. But it's a really good night song, and it's really late. It's not actually that late. It's like it's 10:15 p.m. I think this will be a good closer. So I hope if you're listening live, thank you so much. If you're listening to this on the pod again, thank you so freaking much. Like I literally love doing this pod and I wish I could monetize it, but I'm not going to because Spotify gave me the option to, but I'm not going to sell out and I don't want to give them money and I don't want to have to not be able to play copyrighted stuff on my pod. And I feel like, I don't know, sometimes I feel like when you're doing stuff for money, it makes it not fun anymore. Like I feel like I do a lot of crafty type stuff. Like I make like, I do nails and I pierce ears and I do henna and people are always like, oh, you should just like make a business out of it. Like whatever. And I'm like, I feel like doing like, I do it for me because I think it's fun. It's like a little hobby, but I feel like when you make, start making it your job, it's like not fun. It's a job. So I will leave you with that. Everyone have an amazing week and I will see you next week. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Thank you.